we're going to get started now and uh, we'll just spend a bit of time in prayer we'll just press in uh, looking forward to tonight just got a few notes and a few verses to share but as we all know one word from the king changes everything we just need one word from the king and yeah we want to be edified and built up so we can be effective for his kingdom hallelujah it's not just about how we can just feel good you know that that's not our purpose of coming to the scriptures that is not our purpose of devotion our purpose of devotion is to be devoted to him to be devoted to Yehovah. he is our king he is the promise on which we stand, that Yeshua the Messiah. Hallelujah. So we stand upon the rock that cannot be moved. Thank you, Father. Welcome, Vicky. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us today. All right. So, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We lift this day up before you, Father, and uh, we just rejoice. For those of you who are at the end of the day, we can just look back at the blessings and the things the Father has done within our life this day if you've had a tough day and a hard day then i just want to encourage you you are in the right place we're going to spend time in fellowship and uh you know may may the father lift you up and strengthen you today we also want to stand in intercession on behalf of those who are suffering at this time because of the lockdown the pressures that are on so many families at this time father we just stand in the gap and even on many ministries as well, we pray for ministries to be effective at this time and for uh, the resources to fund the works of Yehovah in the nations to come in. We thank you, Father, that we are called to be part of your economy and we can see your kingdom come and your will done within our lives, within our ministries. And we trust you that more than anything, Father, you are building a community a common unity among your people that you want us to be together. You know, we can't read the Bible and find, uh, you know, the Pentecost, the Pentecostals, the Methodists, the the uh, Anglicans, and you know, the, you can't find different denominations. I nearly said Baptists. Of course, you can find the Baptists there if they would change their name to Mikvah. You can find the mikvahists there. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the reality is, you know, we've got to understand what the Father is setting up. You know, he is setting up a nation. It's all about the nation. that We are citizens of his kingdom. Hallelujah. So, Father, we worship you as we uh, come before you. We ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to understand. So we stand upon your promise that all your promises are yes and amen. We celebrate your victory, that we have the victor living in us. And what a pleasure and what a blessing it is to walk in the service of the king. And help us, Father, not to be like the Israelites of old who were screaming at the prophet, you know, give us a king, give us a king, give us a king. And the prophet's response is, why would you want a king? You have a king, you know. Yehovah is looking after you. The Messiah is looking after you. You want a king? Oh, we want a king like other nations. Father, we don't want to come today and ask for a king like other nations, but we want to receive from you. We want to see your kingdom come 
your will done on the earth as it is in heaven. So we commit this time to you today. And uh, we pray, Father, that you will just gather your people together and that everyone that needs to hear this word tonight will be here. And for those who are listening on podcast or listening later, we welcome you and we pray that this message is a blessing to you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome, Jerry. Good to see you up there in Massachusetts. We've got Solomon as well in Portland, Oregon. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. All right. Thank you, Father. So what are we looking at tonight? We're looking at a life pleasing to Elohim. We're talking about the importance of holiness yesterday or the day before. We we talked about establishing the laws of Elohim within our life. But coming at it from a different angle. You know, we're not coming at it from the, the position of religion. Because the Father never intended for this book to be a religious book. This is a manual. Oh, I just lost half my uh, I just lost half my pages there. Hold on one second. <laughs> that uh, was a few pages falling out of my Bible there, all the way to Deuteronomy. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's keep it all together. That's why we get it in our hearts so when the pages all start falling out, you know, we've got it in our hearts. Hallelujah. What was I saying? Yeah, this is not a religious book. This is a manual of how his kingdom will be established on earth. This is a a manual of how we are going to receive from him. Hallelujah. So we want to press in and get hold of the scripture and apply his scriptures to our life. Hallelujah. So we stand in the victory in Yehovah. And one of the things I was thinking about as I was praying tonight, I was praying on the importance of timing in the Spirit. And as we're looking at a life pleasing to Elohim, a life pleasing to Elohim, we're talking about how are we bringing order? How are we tuning in to the things of the Spirit? There's things that Yehovah, he's just going to do. He's going to do it anyway. But there's requirements that he has over our lives. We are called to be holy. We are called to be consecrated unto him. You are called to be set apart, not just set apart on your own, but we are called to be a set apart people. Hallelujah. We are the body of Messiah. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are living stones. Oh, hallelujah. What does this mean? You have a function to play in the body. So you might feel that you're out there like a spare part. And, you know, as we're going through this series, our purpose is to see us functioning how the Father has called us to be. You and I are called to be grafted in to the vine. Oh, I'm going to talk about that before we open up the scripture that I'm already at. But let's go look at that because this is important stuff. Go to John chapter 15. You know, if you ever feel discouraged, you just get John chapter 14, 15 and 16 and just hang out there for a week or two or three or four. And just get those words into your heart. These three chapters is where Yeshua condenses his ministry. And, you know, there's such important things that he teaches there. But in chapter 15, verse 1, it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes 
so that it will be even more fruitful. Let me tell you something. Our God is a patient God. He will endure with us to see the victory. He wants you and I to be fruitful in the kingdom. So you can spend all your time trying to be fruitful in this world and you can try and you can try. You know, do you have a testimony today of how the Father just supernaturally overtakes with blessings over your life? That's what that, that's how we live. Now, let me tell you something. There's times where things are tough and where things are difficult, but the, the number one important way and how we live, how we run our businesses, how we run our family, how we run our life is to make sure that we are in tune with the Spirit. We don't do things because we can. We do it because He says. So what is the Father saying to you? Are you being obedient? A life pleasing to Elohim is a life that is choosing to be obedient to the Father. You know, we, you can see one person moving in the miraculous and signs and wonders and being blessed, and then you see someone else in the exact same environment experiencing the exact same things, and they're sinking. They're not seeing the kingdom's promise and the kingdom's blessing. And, you know, as we've shared before, it's all about where your eyes are fixed. Are you trying to fix your own problems? You know, you might be looking at the storm and we've shared this time and time again over the last few months. But we've got to keep on this until it becomes a living reality. Yeshua was walking on the water because he wasn't walking on the laws of this earth. He was bringing the laws of the kingdom. And when Peter saw him, he said, bid me come. And Peter gets out. He starts walking on the water. But then something happened. He took his eyes off Yeshua and started looking at the storm and he started to sink. And let this be a warning to you, no matter what you face in the midst of the storms, in the midst of the battle. Stop trying to fix the storm. All we have to do is fix our eyes on Yeshua and we can speak to the storm. So we don't need to fix the storm. We don't need to avoid the storm. You can be in the midst of trial. You can be in the the midst of... Um, you know, challenges within your life and see the victory of Yeshua. So anyway, I am the vine and the Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already cleansed because of the word I have spoken to you. You are cleansed because of the word. What is our daily bread? Come on. Shout it out. What's your daily bread? The daily bread that we are called to partake of. You you might not miss a meal, but let me ask a question. Will you miss the bread of heaven? It's the scriptures. We need his daily bread. We need to be in the word. You know, so if it's gluten-free verses you want, or, you know, if it's uh, whole wholemeal verses or white bread verses, <laughs> you know, the feeding of the 5,000. You know, for all those that are gluten-free, sit over here to my right. You know, if you like uh, rye, come over here. If You know, <sighs> Father, we want to receive from you. We want to receive manna. You know, what's manna? What is this? That's what manna means. What is this? That's what they ate for 40 years. They, they went out. Where, where are you going? I'm going to go get some more of that. What is this? You know, 
manna every day. Listen, let's get in the scriptures. Let's press in. You know, we are already cleansed. We're already clean because of the words I have spoken to you. Verse 4, remain in me and I will remain in you. Remain in me. This is a promise. How are you feeling, you know? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm asking you how I'm feeling, but really, I'm not really asking how you're feeling because how you're feeling doesn't really matter. It's not about how you feel. It's how are you standing? Are you standing in that place where you say, you know what, Father, I choose to remain in you and the promise is that you will remain in me. No branch can bear fruit by itself. If you're suffering in the area of fruitfulness, I just encourage you, press in right now. Come to that place right now and receive him. Where does your fruit come from? It comes from remaining in his presence. You know, maybe you're watching right now and and you're trying to build your own kingdom in this world. Let me tell you something. When you learn to move into the supernatural and learn how to bring the kingdom, you will see transformation. Yesterday, we're talking about the importance of the laws. There is no community that's going to survive unless laws are in place. No nation can supply uh, survive unless laws are in place. You know, in our average nations, we've got something like 2.53 million laws. And, you know, how many people say, oh, you know, I can't be, uh, oh, the law, oh, it's so binding, it's so, you know, uh, it's too difficult. You know, the, you know, you look at how many laws are in your nation right now versus how many laws are in the scripture. Then we've got to ask ourselves the question, you know, the laws for stopping at the red light and traffic lights. Is anyone pleased with that law? You know, because if everyone was just disobeying the red light law, it would be chaos. You know, you would have fear. You wouldn't be coming up to the junction at high speed just because you have a green light. No, you'd be slowing down, looking everywhere what's happening. And, uh, you know, laws are meant to be kept so that we are kept safe. They are a good thing. The law is good. Hallelujah. But uh, when Yeshua was walking on the water, he wasn't walking on the laws of this world. He was walking in kingdom dynamics. He was walking in heavenly laws. Okay? So Peter says, I want to come out there and walk with you. And he did, but he took his eyes off Yeshua and the storm started to destroy him. He was going down sinking. And at that moment, he cries out to Yeshua, save me. And I really believe that there's uh, someone watching right now. You're in that place where you're saying, you know what? Yeshua, save me. I need you to save me right now. I've taken my eyes off you. I'm looking at the, the storms of life and I'm in fear and I'm broken. And the Father says, my son is here to bring forth deliverance. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. You are grafted in. Hallelujah. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, you can do a lot apart from God, but it says in the scripture, apart from me, you can do nothing. So what is it talking about? It's talking about you can't do anything of significance that will last. 
So all the things you're doing in this realm that's not led by the Spirit, you're not taking it with you. So, you know, tonight, what are we looking at? You know, <laughs> before I went off on that, our importance tonight is looking at the importance of timing. Uh, Proverbs chapter 16. We're actually going to read a few verses here, but I just want to get straight to the verse. Uh, verse 9. In his heart a man plans his course, but Yehovah determines his steps. So you might plan your course, but it's Yehovah who determines your steps. Let's just read from verse 1. To a man belongs the plan, the plans of the heart, but from Yehovah comes the reply of the tongue. All a man's ways seem innocent to him, but motives are weighed by Yehovah. Commit to Yehovah whatever you do and your plans will succeed. See, this is so important that we are called to commit our ways to Yehovah. Um, Proverbs chapter 16, if you're just tuning in. Welcome, Russell. Good to see you. Welcome, Richard. Welcome, Brandon. Good to see you. Welcome, Sandra. Thanks for joining with us tonight. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 16. Thank you, Father. Commit to Yehovah whatever you do and your plans will succeed. Yehovah works out everything for his own end. And this is what's important. We are living to bring the kingdom. The Father didn't come to bring us religion. You're not meant to be part of Judaism, Christianity, Catholicism, Anglicanism, all those different isms or whatever. You know, we're not meant to be part of religion. We're meant to be part of relationship and establishing the kingdom. Thank you, Father. Yehovah works out everything for his own ends, even the wicked for the day of disaster. Yehovah detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of Yehovah, a man avoids evil. We need to walk in the fear of Elohim. Hallelujah. When a man's ways are pleasing to Yehovah, he makes even his enemy live at peace with him. Hallelujah. So we've just, you know, think, think about Abraham for a second. You know, he, he's living in a tent. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they're all living in tents. They're looking for a city not made by man. You know, the whole focus of Abraham's life is kingdom-driven. You know, I'm not going to build a house and settle. Oh, you're in the land. It's awesome. No, he lived in tents. He was vulnerable. You know, he didn't have walls and a big gate and a fence around his property. <laughs> you know, thinking about that, you know, I might walk in the dog uh, tonight again, the second night, you know, yesterday I had Rottweiler, I had a big wolf uh, dog and aggressively like coming at me when I'm walking the dog, I decided, you know what, you know, I'm going back to get a baseball bat because I'm going to walk, you know, if you've got any of these obstacles, <laughs> any of these demon-possessed animals coming at you, I'm going to get a baseball bat and we'll see what happens, so anyway, I'm down the beach tonight, I've got my baseball bat. Everyone's looking at me walking a dog with a baseball bat. And they're all like, why's that guy got a baseball bat? But I get down towards the beach here in Casaria tonight. And there's this huge dog. Man, he is huge. 
and uh, quite aggressive. And, you know, I'm like, you come anywhere near me and I'm going to give you a piece of this. Uh, Boxer as well was off its lead just running around. And, you know, they're sitting there like, you know, growling and all this. But, you know, we've got to make our stand against the enemy. Don't give up pressing forward just because the days are evil. So there's Abraham living in a tent. You know, he's got flexy walls, not a lot of protection against enemies, against all those that could come against them. And this is what I love about Sukkot, getting outside and sleeping under the stars, where what do we do? We come out and we say, Father, thank you for the place where we live. Thank you for the provision that you've given us. But it's Sukkot. We come out just as the children of Israel were in the wilderness and they slept under the stars. We sleep under the stars to say, Father, you are my source. You are my provider. You are my protector. And, you know, we worship you. And it's, it's such a blessing. And Abraham, you know, what was going on in Abraham's life? He was one of the, or if not the richest man surrounding all the areas where he lived. He was so wealthy and so blessed in Yehovah. He had incredible favor. And what was it that brought the favor? It was the fact that he was able to bring the kingdom. And that's what we are called to do. We are called to bring the kingdom of Yehovah. So in verse 7 it says, When a man's ways are pleasing to Yehovah, he makes even his enemies Live at peace with him. And we see that testimony in Abraham. And we call that testimony over our lives as well. You know, we want to live in the light, but we also want to be at peace, even with our enemies. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. Hallelujah. In his heart a man plans his course, but Yehovah determines his steps. So in the focus of a life pleasing to Yahovah, a life pleasing to Elohim, I want us to recognize the importance of waiting before him, to understand that to be pleasing to Yahovah is to be about his business. Are you about his business today? Are we truly walking in the kingdom and being about his business? And listen, if you are in business in this realm, you know, I'm not telling you you've got to give up business, you know, because, you know, the the Holy Spirit wants you to walk in two areas. He wants you to walk in uh, in the marketplace as well as in the spirit. We're not called to separate these things. You know, we're not called to, uh, well, you know, this is my business life and this is my spiritual life. No, this is where I work and, you know, this is where I worship. No, we're called to walk in the spirit in every area that we function. And like I said, I was encouraging you yet, uh, two days ago as we are talking about this in part two, we're talking about testimonies of where we are seeing the kingdom come. And my prayer this week is that we see mighty testimonies of the Holy Spirit bringing breakthrough. Hallelujah. And seeing victory in Messiah. You know, um, we we put out an emergency appeal for the ministry. And why are we doing this? You know, because we're in the midst of the battle on all sides. It's not a position of weakness because we are sharing with the body and, you know, we are a non-profit that is about kingdom work. I also have uh, businesses, and I use the businesses to raise resources 
for the kingdom and we invest heavily in the kingdom so much of what we make goes to the ministry and to the and to the work of the ministry hallelujah and that's the purpose of it how are we blessing the kingdom and in the last uh, three days we've seen just over ten thousand dollars come in our goal is to raise you know our goal you know we are defaulting if we don't hit twenty five thousand we've got two days and one of the calls that I just felt on my heart is where are the business people that could rise up and and, and draft $5,000 each? It wouldn't take long to get 25000 into the ministry if we can have a few people write out a check of $5,000. Well, anyway, we had one businessman stood up and he immediately responded to put 5000 in and then we're having other donations come in. But if we just had a few business people that would uh, bless Bulldogs of Faith with $5,000 won't take us long to get uh, through this crisis that we are facing. You know, we're living by the kingdom. We are not going to default. And the Father has called us to be community, to work together. And our goal as a ministry is how are we serving each other for the purpose of the kingdom? And I was blessed uh, the other day. Um, I can't remember what day it is. Is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? Is it Sunday? <laughs> I don't know what day it is. But anyway, on Sunday, Renee was able to help uh, try and put in security measures within our platforms. And we also got a new payment page. So the giving page on our website now diverts to a page where you can give directly on PayPal. That link is above. So keep us in prayer and keep interceding for the breakthrough. Because we know our Father can do it. We know that he has called us for increase uh, so that we can take the gospel message to this generation, that we can continue to minister and do all the things that the Father has called us to do. So we rejoice. So what does it say? In his heart a man plans his course, but Yehovah determines his steps. Are we standing in the place where the Father has called us to be? Are we on time? Are we in place? You know, we want to be on time and in place for Yehovah. I just want to turn to another scripture here in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. It's all about his timing. So when we get out of our timing and into his timing, we'll see a mighty move of the Spirit. The Father is never late, <laughs> but you know what? He's never early. Why? Because he is on time. And in the flesh, it's so difficult sometimes because, you know, we think that we've just got to get things done and everything's got to happen now, but there is a time for everything. And instead of being in fear, instead of worrying and being stressed out, we've got to press in and say, Father, we ask for uh, for your timing to be perfect within our lives. And what is the reason why we're doing an appeal right now? Why are we doing this? Because we've had so many assignments of deception, of robbery, um, you know, where even our credit card terminals uh, systems being compromised and money is being stolen from us. You know, that's why we're having an appeal. It's, you know, we're not mismanaging funds. We're being hit on every side and we're asking the body, let's stand together to make a difference and press through for the kingdom of Yehovah. Thank you, Father. Yeah. 
So, you know, what what we're doing tonight is we're just getting to that place where we recognize that if we can learn the art of timing in the spirit, it will literally transform your life. And, you know, I want to encourage you um, because if we can get to the place where we are not full of fear every time you face challenges, you rest. Yeah, in the midst of the battle, stop and let God take over. Stop trying to fight your way. And, you know, even, you know, taking that baseball bat out when I'm walking the dog. Why was I doing that? You know, it's not about, well, I'm just going to fight my way through. No, we have authority. We are not called to be uh, manipulated and intimidated. We have the freedom to walk if we choose to walk, you know. We are not going to be intimidated. We are called to bring the kingdom and we're not going to let the enemy destroy the plans that the Father has for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So I just want to go to Proverbs chapter 27. If you just turn there. Proverbs chapter chapter 27. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. So, you know, what what day have you had? Has it been a day where everything's been amazing? Has it been a tough day full of challenges? What type of day you have? Well, this is the reality. We go through different seasons and different timings. One day, it, we can really be walking in the favor of Yahovah. The next day, we can be facing challenges. We can be facing, uh, you know, assignments against us. And how are we responding in the midst of... Of this, So don't boast about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. What we want to do is we want to focus on today. You don't know what is going to happen. But one thing I do know, when you have Yeshua in your life, he's going to bring forth the blessing. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. So I encourage you to take one day at a time and to get to that place where we are pressing in. This is a life pleasing to Elohim. When you master the art of taking a day at a time, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough worries of its own. So as we, yeah, we can forecast and you can see things coming, but we're not going to live up here. We're going to live right here. You know, you can hear all the rumbling of a volcano that's about to go off sometimes, you know. There's different signs that you see before that big eruption. But we are called to position ourselves in the presence of Yehovah because he is able. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 29, I want to turn there. And, you know, as I read uh, this scripture, it says this. Uh, this is what... Yehovah says, when 70 years are completed from Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. Okay? I wanted you to hear that verse before I read the next verse. The next verse in 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares Yehovah, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. But, you know, when we look at this scripture, you know, you have to look at it within context in verse 10. When 70 years are complete for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise. 
you know, for some of those older ones, they're standing on the promise for the next generation. You know, because they know that they're not going to live another 70 years. They're not going to come through to the other side, to the place where the promise manifests. And there's promises within Scripture that we are not going to see in our life, life, in our lifetime. But how are we going to press on and pass the baton on to the next generation? You know, today, you know, there's so much talk about it's the end of the world. We're almost there. We're living halfway through the book of Revelation. Let me tell you something. Yeshua can't come back right now because if he does, he'd have to apologize for not fulfilling so many prophetic words within the scripture concerning the end times and the days in which we are living. We are not at the end of the end yet. Why? Because the whole house of Israel has to be restored. The glory of Yehovah has to go out from Israel to the entire world, the greatest love story ever told. We have to see all of that happen together. We have to see the land deal concerning Abraham to come into being before the Messiah returns. There's so many things that have been put out of place because of Christian doctrine and belief systems. And we want to speak alignment. So I know the plans I have for you, declares Yehovah. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. We need hope, but we need hope from him. It's not hope from within, it's hope from him. Father, we press into you. We want to know you. We want to walk in your ways. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen. So this is uh, where you get a local call to heaven. If you're ever looking for God's phone number, it's right here. Call upon the Lord and he will answer you. (laughs) You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares Yehovah. I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares Yehovah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You know, sometimes we complain about the things we go through. We complain about the challenges that we face. And what's the Father saying? You know, get your heart into it. Get your heart into it, you know? Are you willing to fast? Are you willing to stand in the gap and really press in in prayer, you know? Maybe you need to do a 21-day fast. Maybe you've got to do a 40-day fast. You know, look, step out of the box and... And and if if you see a cycle that keeps going on and on and on within your life and it's never getting broken, you have got to stop and you've got to say, Father, I am coming through in Yeshua's name. Whatever it takes, I am coming through. I am in your presence and I am going to seek you with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with everything that is within me. I will seek your face and we will see the victory. So this is our focus. This is what we're called to do. In business, how do we get uh, uh, business? How do we close deals? By the Spirit. We need divine appointments and holy assignments in the Spirit to see victory in Yeshua. Hallelujah. So I know the thoughts and plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. 
plans to give you hope and a future. He is a loving God. He cares for you. He wants you to walk, you know, in his spirit. He wants you to see victory in every aspect of your life. So, you know, stop complaining. Stop spending all your time about how bad everything is and and press in. You know, get yourself in that shutdown place and press in the spirit for supernatural victory and deliverance. Peter and Yeshua's on the same water, one's sinking, the other's walking, one's walking in the principles and the laws of this earth, the other one's walking on the principles and laws of the kingdom. Let your kingdom come, Father. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in our home country, heaven. So we ask for the manifestation of his kingdom here on earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. My son, do not forget my teaching. Proverbs chapter 3. My son, do not forget my teaching. We need to persevere in getting the word within our hearts. But keep my commandments in your hearts, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. It's not about success. It's about pursuing Yehovah. That is, you know, success will follow you. Hallelujah. When we are walking in the kingdom, that's why I rejoice at the provision of the Father over all the things I do. Because my businesses are supernatural. Everything that we're involved in in ministry and in the marketplace, it's all about walking in the supernatural. You know, I'll never forget, I came off one project a number of years ago and, um, you know, on a crisis management project. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting there saying, okay, Father, I've just been working flat out for months and months on a project flying all over America, you know, about 40 states and all this stuff and this huge project. It comes to an end and I'm sitting there. And I'm like, okay, what next? Uh, you know, what's the next step? And the Father said, I'm going to bless you today. And, um, you know, we're, we're all going for a walk and the whole community we lived in, they put out on the neighborhood watch thing that all the neighbors were going to get together and they asked if all the neighborhood could meet in our back garden because it was a nice flat back garden and we could get all the people from the neighborhood in there uh, where we could all have lunch and fellowship and there was some swings for the kids and stuff. And, you know, that's what we did. And... As we're in the garden, <coughs> this gentleman, who was a new neighbor, moved in next door. Uh, he said, <coughs> "He said, you know, what do you do? I said, oh, I do business development, crisis management. Um, I said, I work with companies in corruption, dealing with um, corrupt business owners or business partners. And he said, wow. He said, that's incredible. He said, I was uh, going to close my company in a couple of days. I wonder if you can take a look at it. I said, sure. I said, after everyone's gone in the park, why don't you bring some of uh, your information over and we'll have a cup of coffee and have a look at it. And I have a look at it and go through it. And I said, listen, you know, I have a plan on how to turn your company around. And he was going to call his dad, very wealthy dad, and just have him write out a check for all the debts of the company, over a million dollars, and just walk away and go do something else with his life. That's what he was going to do on Monday morning. So what happened is the Holy Spirit gave me revelation and said, this is what you need to do with this company, and I'm going to put my seal of blessing on it. 
And I told him, this is what needs to happen. He's, he's like, are you kidding? What, you think you can turn this around? You think you can take this company from this place of debt and have all the debts paid off and be released? I said, absolutely. And uh, that's exactly what we did. You know, we turned that organization around into a multi-million dollar company. And, uh, you know, it's a feeder tour to the PGA. You know, the father is faithful he will do it. But what do we have to do? We have got to keep his commands in our heart. You know, we've got to, what have we got to do? Don't forget my teachings. We've got to stand upon the promises of Yahovah, for they will prolong your life and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Hallelujah. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Then you will win favor in a good name in the sight of Elohim and man. Here's the key verse here. Trust in Yehovah with all of your heart. We just talked about the heart, about seeking him with your whole heart, with everything. Trust in Yehovah with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So what's going on? Are your paths all over the place? Are you facing turmoil? Like even in the midst of the trials and the things I'm facing, I'm still standing on the path. I'm not going anywhere because I know my God is faithful. He is a God of victory and we are coming through in Yeshua's name. Trust in Yehovah. With all of your heart and lean not in your own understanding. and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Father, thank you for your word. For his word is true. And his word is encouraging. You know, we want to trust him. Are you trusting him today? What are you facing today? Come on. What are you going through today? Have you been in a place where you've... You felt uh, the need to panic? Have you been in a place where you felt inadequate that you don't know if you can get through this? You know, what are you going to do when, when we're, we're dealing with timing? A life pleasing to Elohim is a life that is on time in the Spirit. In Second Peter chapter 3, we're just going to read from verse 8 uh, and verse 9. It says, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends. When Yehovah, uh, with Yehovah, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like a day. Yehovah is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Slow, uh, slowness, yeah. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to to come to repentance. Sometimes we have a delay and you're screaming like, why is this not happening? Why is it not happening now? There's a reason for the delay. Many of you have heard me share the story about the time when, uh, you know, we fixed up our minibus for a, a ministry coming from Israel uh, to the UK uh, on tour. And 12 weeks, my car was in the shop to get fixed and we didn't have the money to pay to release the truck. And, you know, a friend of mine sent me uh, uh, a card. And in the card was a check for the exact amount to release the truck. And it said, sorry for the delay. The Holy Spirit told me to give you this three months ago. 
And I'm like, goodness me, someone is waiting on the other side of your obedience. Three months ago, do you realize what pain I've been through? I wasn't angry at my brother for not doing that. Why? Because literally tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people have been totally transformed into obedience and operating in the timing of the Holy Spirit because of me sharing the story of the breakthrough and how God handles the steps that we are called to take within our life. We want our steps to be ordered of him. We want to be in the place where we, you know, we don't forget, um, you know, what the Father is doing. We don't forget the realm that the Father is living. You might be in this time zone uh, in the natural realm, but the Father's working outside of all of this. And why is he slow? He's slow because he wants to bring forth salvation. He wants to bring forth deliverance. He also wants those to receive the blessing of giving. You know, when we get, you can't outgive Yehovah. You can't outgive Him. He is amazing. He is our provider, and He makes a way where there seems to be no way. So, you know, whatever you're in, if you're in the place of rejoicing, we rejoice with you. You know, we haven't really prayed uh, quite heavily for the sick for a few days so I just want to encourage you if you're sick just place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick and we're just going to speak healing over your life right now because we are proclaiming his kingdom we are proclaiming that it is time to walk in the kingdom of Yehovah so place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick and we just proclaim that by his stripes you are supernaturally healed we come against all the assignments of the enemy over your life and we release the healing power of Yeshua over your life today receive your healing now in Yeshua's name tell you what our God is faithful he is a healer we're not talking about the natural realm we're talking about bringing the kingdom father bring your kingdom heal and restore bring your kingdom we call for your kingdom to come and your will to be done. So in the place of delay, in the place where you have prayed and you're not seeing an answer, you know, I want you to understand that Elohim is patient. He's patient to make sure that we are positioned for the blessing. He's also patient for those who are not yet saved that they will come unto salvation. So if you're experiencing delay, instead of being upset about the delay, let's press into the Father and say, Father, in the midst of delay and what we are going through, what blessings are here for me today? What blessings? You know, when Haley and I prayed and fasted that day, when we were asking the Father for the release of the resources to pay for that minibus, we prayed and fasted and sang in the Spirit all day. And then at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, he said, It's done. It's finished. You've got the money. Man, we ran around the house like a couple of crazy people rejoicing. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. He is high and lifted up. Thank you, Father, for answering my prayer. Why were we doing that? Because we are living in the kingdom. And that was the moment where the giver received instructions. Give today this amount. We didn't, you know, send out a prayer letter or send out nothing. We were just pressing in. And then 12 weeks later, here comes the letter. Are we on track? 
Are we walking on the path that the Father has called us to walk on? If we are, we are going to receive the blessing. We're going to see the blessings of Yehovah. For goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. So be encouraged. Uh, in the midst of this pandemic and many people being out of work, waiting you know, for restoration within contracts and, and blessing within business. And we just release the blessing over your businesses. We, we just say thank you, Father, for new jobs. Thank you, Father, for new opportunities to open up. We ask, Father, that you will open up the windows of heaven and bring forth resources for your people today. And, you know, uh, two days ago we shared from Ephesians chapter 1, and I just want to share it again, verse 3. Praise be to Elohim and the Father of Yeshua, the Messiah, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Messiah. He's blessed you where? In the heavenly realms. It is time for us to get to the place where we see the victory in Yeshua. Hallelujah. Pete says, I've got Lyme's disease, arthritis, and my right arm elbow. Well, Father, we just come together right now as a community, and we say to this Lyme's disease, go in Yeshua's name. We we just proclaim the victory in Messiah over you, Pete, that, that Lyme's disease is gone, and we curse this arthritis in Yeshua's name. We say to these joints to loosen up, and whatever's lacking in his body, Father, that you will uh, bring in the nutrients and the things that he needs that arthritis will go in Yeshua's name. We say it is your day to walk in healing. I speak restoration to your strength in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hallelujah. Because of what Yehovah has done. Hallelujah. So stand upon his promises. His promises are yes and amen. A life pleasing to Elohim is a life that is prepared to live in today without tomorrow's worries and to walk through this day in victory in Messiah and to walk in the steps that Yehovah has for us and to understanding that God's timing is perfect. So do not be afraid. Do not be in fear. This is the hour for supernatural transformation. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message today. I hope it's uh, uh, just really ministered to you tonight as we've just shared a few scriptures of encouragement. If you've been healed, if the Father is ministering to you, please send us an email. It's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. In fact, if you look at the, the header on YouTube or also on Facebook, you'll see my email in the description for this message. If you've been blessed and encouraged and you want to uh, take a moment to plant a seed into the ministry, then uh, there's the link there. I just encourage you to do that. It's also in the header as well. You can click on that link there. It takes you to our giving page. And listen, we are blessed. We rejoice at what the Father is doing right now. We thank you, Father, for everyone who is sacrificially giving for the purpose of seeing our ministry move forward. And that's what we're, we are pressing forward in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. 
Hallelujah. Thank you for everyone that is giving. Why? If we are giving, we're giving unto Yehovah. He will give back to us good measure, uh, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. That is his promise within the word. You cannot outgive Elohim. He has a way of bringing prosperity into our lives. For what purpose? For the kingdom of Yehovah. So thanks for watching. Uh, look forward to hearing from you uh, soon. We will be back tomorrow uh, sharing on a life pleasing to Elohim. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom. Hallelujah.